All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Friday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 8th of September. Here's everything that you need to know. In the top news, China plans to expand a ban on the use of iPhones in sensitive departments to government-backed agencies and state companies. That's a sign of growing challenges for Apple in its biggest foreign market and global production base. Several agencies have begun instructing staff to not bring their iPhones to work, according to a Bloomberg report. Now that confirms a report by the Wall Street Journal. Beijing also intends to extend that restriction to several other state-owned enterprises and government-controlled organizations. Now, China accounts for a fifth of the company's iPhone sales globally, so no wonder that its share price has fallen dramatically. The decline over the past couple of days has eroded around $200 billion in market capitalization. Back home, the G20 summit of 2023 under India's presidency is all set to take place this weekend. India's legacy to the group of 20 nations could be on issues as wide-ranging as cryptocurrency regulation, multilateral development, bank reform, furthering digital public infrastructure, climate financing, and formulating common debt relief frameworks for distressed countries. But the Russia-Ukraine crisis could well be a sticky issue for India to deal with. You'll find more details in the report on the website bqprime.com. Now, India's life insurers saw a decline in revenue growth in August. Life Insurance Corporation of India reported the biggest drop of 35% in new business premiums, even as private insurers reported growth. The industry's new business premium fell 18% year-on-year to just under 26,800 crore rupees in August. That's according to the provisional data that was released by the Life Insurance Council. The decline occurred despite a 7% rise in total number of policies sold. Sequentially, the absolute revenue fell by 4%. In other news, Taiwan's Foxconn and Franco-Italian ST Micro are applying for a state support for a 40-nanometer chip plant in India. These ships, in case you didn't know, are used in cars, cameras, printers and a wide variety of other machines. And finally, in international news, applications for U.S. unemployment benefits fell to the lowest level since February, adding to evidence of a resilient labor market. Now, initial jobless claims declined by 13,000 to 216,000 in the week ended the 2nd of September, according to Labor Department data. That figure was lower than all forecasts in a Bloomberg survey of economists. Now, in international markets, U.S. stocks ended mostly lower, with the S&P 500 dropping 0.3% and the tech-heavy Nasdaq declining 0.9%. The Dow gained 0.2%. In the Asia-Pacific region, though, all three early rises have started lower. Now, turning to the Indian equity markets, it's setting up to be a positive close to the trading week, despite the slightly muted global queues. We've now seen gains for five consecutive sessions and the benchmark Nifty 50 has made quite the move in the last hour of trade yesterday. And of course, uh, also over the course of the week, it has closed above 19,700. In a sense, we've seen the benchmark indices play catch up to the red hot rally in the small cap and mid cap space.
Another factor to bear in mind is the lack of participation from foreign institutional investors. They've now sold equity in all but one session this month. A large part of the gains in the recent times have not seen bank participation, but that wasn't the case yesterday. The bank Nifty posted gains of over 1%, and that's a further sign that we're seeing sector rotation take place. As we close the week, we're also looking at Brent crude very closely. It has once again slipped below the $90 to the barrel mark. And this is in line with what commodity experts had told us earlier when the OPEC Plus and Russia had announced an extension of the supply curbs to December. Prices aren't expected to heat up too much. And that's primarily because of the demand scenario. Whether that changes is another question because we're expecting demand to ramp up as we close the year. Uh, and that's normal because in the winter season, you have more demand. In terms of individual stocks, uh, there's action in the primary markets. Rishab Instruments will make its debut on the stock market today. Its IPO was subscribed more than 31 times. And Campus Activewear may also see some action. Its chief operating officer, Piyush Singh, has resigned and he hasn't held that post for too long. And there you have it. That brings us to the end of this edition of the All You Need to Know podcast. Do tune in over the course of the day to any one of our social media platforms or in fact the website bqprime.com for all the latest in markets and business. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great end to the week and an even better weekend. 